Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome back to VSC 91.3 FM. Still with me, Muhammad Fasih Peterson, and we're now in the program MJC Speaks. Uh, this evening we'll be looking at something very serious, and that is, of course, the Marmosbury attacks uh, in a few moments. Uh, but uh, before we get to that, uh, um, tonight, of course, I'm joined by the President of the Muslim Judicial Council, Sheikh Irfan Abrams. We also have the uh, second, uh, the, the uh, Secretary General of the MJC, Sheikh Ishaq Talib and First Deputy uh, President, uh, none other than Mona um, Abdul Khalik Ali, joining us in studio. And of course, this is our first meeting, I think, after the month of Ramadan in studio. So firstly, I want to greet uh, my guests in studio. Assalamu alaikum and uh, welcome to the program. Wa alaikum assalamu So obviously, um, uh, we're here tonight to talk about uh, the, the events that played out on Thursday, uh, Thursday morning, so to speak, in Marmaspuri. But before we get to that, um, since, uh, um, you know, this is the, the first meeting after the month of Ramadan and the Muslim Judicial Council had some very uh, potent programs in the month of Ramadan and some very good initiatives. Uh, I maybe want to touch on that for a moment or two before we uh, head into, you know, the, the heavy business, I think, which is, of course, uh, um, or something that uh, I think, you know, really rocked the community the last couple of uh, couple of days. But first of all, uh, Sheikh Irfan, uh, I defer to Sheikh. Uh, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullah wa barakatuh. So, so Sheikh, I'm, I'm looking at the month of Ramadan coming out, I think, out of a very, uh, you know, spiritually heavily, heavily laden Ramadan, I think, for many of us, alhamdulillah, um, there's, there's been so many positives. And I think one of the things that was mentioned at the moon sighting by Sheikh Riyad Fatar was the fact that, um, you know, the rain has come, alhamdulillah, and whenever the Muslims have been fasting, the rain has come, alhamdulillah. alhamdulillah. So uh, really, there's been barakah uh, that's been spread around us both spiritually and from a physical point of view Allah so uh, looking at, at, at some of the initiatives that the MJC has taken part in just share with us one or two of those uh, that that you know that, that that took place in the month of Ramadan to all our honorable listeners of Voices of the Cape, I greet you with the most warm and beautiful greeting of Islam. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum assalamu wa rahmatullahi wa for this interview and jazakumullah khair for accommodating us to be here this evening. And we hope that we will have an hour of good interaction with each other and to our public and our community in the coming hour, inshallah ta'ala. Ramadan itself is good news, Allah Akbar. Ramadan, every move, everything we do is good. And Ramadan bring the best out of a person, should bring the best out of a person. The mother of Ramadan comes with khair and barakah. And the mother of Ramadan is a man which are virtually physically attached and emotionally attached to the Holy Quran. Because the Quran was revealed in the month of Ramadan. And alhamdulillah, that is why I have urged when I entered office the first, my first year, I asked that we make the first Sunday of Ramadan a Qira'a program where we concentrate on a local Qur'an. And I think many a time we neglect our local Qur'an. We sometimes bring in all uh, Quran. Uh, no, no, there's no problem with that. There's no problem with that. But the concern I have, 
We would pay huge amounts of money for Qura from overseas. And our local Qura was something better than international Qura. We don't care what you give them. We give them a few rents in the, in the hands. Which I feel is so unfair towards our Qura. Our Hufad are a very high standard. Our Qura are of a very high standard. But we as Africans take very little care of them. We don't treat them equally and fairly and properly. So I said, let us look after our Qurra. And I make sure that Qurra, we, we look at the reasonably good. Now the best, if we have, we have more money, we'll give them more money, inshallah. But inshallah, next year we can arrange even better, so we can look better after the Qurra. They deserve to be looked after well. So that's our first program we had in the month of Ramadan, the first Sunday, the month of Ramadan, that is the Qira'a program that we have annually, inshallah. Alhamdulillah, Rabbilalim. That is one highlight of the month of Ramadan. Obviously, we have our, our ulama who goes around different masajid and perform lectures. In every man you find is a guest speaker, is a alim, is either a, uh, a alim and or he is a member of the MGC. Alhamdulillah, that is our service to the community. And there we don't charge people money. People go and do the job and there's no price attached to it. People do give a sadaqah or a gift, we don't, uh, uh, we don't refuse it. But there's no intention. We go and give the lecture to best of our ability and so it's going to right over the Western Cape. Uh, all the ulama circulating or right over the Western Cape. And that's a beauty of, that's a beautiful makeup, a special makeup of the ulama of the Western Cape. And Alhamdulillah, we're doing a good job. But we can do it much better, inshallah, better organizing. We can do it much better next year, inshallah, ground us to be alive, Amen. to do a better job, inshallah. inshallah. Then we came the last 10 days of the month of Ramadan, in which we have decided to continue the historic event of last year. Last year was the first time in the history of Cape Town, and more specifically the Masjid of Saudi State, we have completed the entire Quran in one night. From the middle of the Tarawih, we may salat to layl right through Abdul Fajr to complete the whole Quran. So when the Adam of Fajr went, and people are uh, uh, having Seri or so, they didn't complete the Quran yet. Shaykh Ismail said, fine, we'll complete the last two Jews in the first Salah of, of Fajr. That was the longest Fajr Salah any, any person made in the whole of Western Cape. But this year we broke the record. <laughs> <laughs> we tried to win time and gain time. And we, again on the 27th of Ramadan, we have completed the entire Quran from after Taraweeh right up to Fajr. But this Fajr, with three Jews behind, we couldn't make it for sure, but three Jews. And Sheikh Ismail Lod, may Allah grant us khair and barak and success, in a long Umar and many years with us. He read three Jews for in Fajr Salah. There was the longest Fajr Salah in the history of South Africa. <laughs> but believe you me, when the people finished Salah and would address the people, they were all sitting stuck to the masjid. It was 10 to 8. We started at 10 to 8 the evening with the uh, with, uh, uh, Salatul Layl and stopped at 10 to 8 the following morning. 
Right through. No break in between. So I said to myself, yeah, what a wonderful experience. But I can remember I stood up after the Salah and wanted to dress the people. Everybody, wallah, had a smile on their face. Everyone, from the youngest, I can tell you it's equally a match of 50-50% of uh, adults as well as young youth. And I said to myself, Ya Allah, if they sat. They want to listen what you have to say. But I can say that was one of the highlights I always treasure to think. I went to a janaza one day and a lady came to me and said, Sheikh, I want to tell Sheikh something. You know, last is the first time in my life I made salah for, for almost an hour. It's more than an hour. But it was so enjoyable. I stood the entire night. I stood. And this is uh, after lady phoned me, she said, Sheikh, me and my friend, we came to the, just out the lady, we made salah with the ladies, and believe you, we stood the entire night, and the fuzz was the most beautiful part of it, and Sheikh Ismail did the fuzz of salah. But I can tell you, Sheikh Ismail had to buy about another five Jews, people would have stood in the salah. It was so emotional, it was so... It was so appreciative. It was it such a great effect on, on those women in my family, young to old, alhamdulillah. But I will regard as one of the major highlights for the year of, of, of for the month of Ramadan of this year, 1439. Uh, but alhamdulillah, I can say, was it more important? What do we learn from that? In fact, again, after somebody tell our lady for me, she said, can't we have it every month? She said, I mean, every month will be very tough. We can have it at least once a quarter. Once every four months we're going to have it, inshallah. So we're looking at, really looking at that program. In fact, I want to tell all the Hufal who read that night, uh, my son is organized a supper for them uh, this coming uh, Friday evening. So all the Hufal read the Rawih, and read Salatul Layl. We invited them for a, for a cup of tea and, some, and, and a nice supper, inshallah. This coming Friday. Inshallah. They have received the invitation of, for that. Alhamdulillah. I think, I think, subhanAllah, definitely, uh, we say this all the time, but it is true, Ramadan is the month of the Qur'an, and uh, so uh, it would be positive to build on that, every, uh, to at least have it quarterly, to keep the momentum going, because the idea is to no. to continue with the ibadat from one Ramadan to the next Ramadan and grow no. and develop, inshallah. I mean, are we going to go for a break? When we come back, we will continue. I am in studio with uh, Sheikh Irfan Abrams, also Mawana Abdul Harik Ali, and Sheikh Ishaq Talib uh, in the program, MJC speaks and uh, this evening when we come back we continue stay tuned to vsc 91.3 fm blood levels in the western cape are currently very low if you are healthy aged 16 years or older weigh more than 50 kilograms live a safe lifestyle and would like to save three lives in just 30 minutes then please donate blood today someone's life could depend on it visit wpblood.org.za for a clinic in your area or sms blood to 33507 and we'll call you do something remarkable. Donate blood. A message from the Western Province Blood Transfusion Service. Excellent Meat Market brings you this week's Wow Wednesday Bliss. Fresh tenderized steak. 89 Rand 99 per kilogram. Save 10 Rand per kilogram. That is 
fresh tenderized steak. 89 Rand 99 per kilogram. Save 10 Rand per kilogram. You've heard right. Fresh tenderized steak. 89 Rand 99 per kilogram. Save 10 Rand per kilogram. Don't miss out on the best Wow Wednesday Blitz. Valid at all stores. All our products are quality guaranteed or your money back. Excellent meat market. Committed to excellence. Live from Cape Town, this is the Voice of the Cape, 91.3 FM. 91.3 FM Studio, this is the Voice of the Cape, uh, and it's MJC Speaks. I'm in studio with uh, Sheikh uh, Irfan Abrams, the President of the Muslim Judicial Council. Also have with me uh, the First Deputy President, uh, Abdul Khalik Ali, and uh, the uh, Secretary General, uh, Sheikh Ishaq Talib. And uh, this evening, of course, uh, it's the first part of the program. We've been reflecting on the month of Ramadan, and uh, before the break, uh, Sheikh uh, Irfan spoke about the beautiful Salat al program hosted at uh, the Saudi State Masjid, uh, uh, where the entire Quran was recited uh, in one night, subhanAllah. And uh, then also speaking about uh, you know, some of the other initiatives uh, that's, uh, that are being planned leading up from this and perhaps also extending this uh, recitation of the Quran, you know, this Salatul Layl uh, program uh, throughout the year, perhaps quarterly, inshallah. I mean, I want to go back to Ashifan and uh, just, just briefly uh, before we move on to, I think, the main topic that we have on the table tonight. Uh, just Ashifan uh, mentioned something very interesting uh, in, in relation to Hanover Park and uh, the initiative that was taken there during the month of Ramadan. Yeah, I, I feel that this Ramadan was something very special to me. You know, with the ongoing violence and shooting and killing just take place in Hanover Park. But before I come to that, I want to say a belated in Mubarak to all those who are in prison, inmates in the prison, in Portsmouth, a lot of them, I know them. I visited them in the month of Ramadan, as well as in Portugal and Furberg. To all our brothers in the prison, I hope you had a good eat, inshallah. And I hope that we look, looked after very well on the day of Eid. But what I'm really attached to them is that when we visited them, they said we're going to fast. They were very good. I spoke, we were in Portsmouth. During the Ramadan, and I gave such certain commitments and said we will try our best to make things better and convenient and comfortable for them. And make sure that our ulama came to visit them. And one thing I promised them, the buba I didn't make for them because I was very busy. But he said, we got buba during the year also, inshallah. The brother Paul's way, inshallah, we're going to bring the buba, inshallah. Myself is Muhammad uh, Matthews and Ismail Johnson. I'll be doing sterling work in the prison on behalf of the Muslim Judicial Council. In, in Portugal, we've been seeing to the we've been seeing to the meals and see the good food they get on their eat in Portugal. They also said all the inmates there will be at a good eat and will be visiting very soon, inshallah ta'ala. As for Nova Paul, we had a meeting in the month of Ramadan. You know, because we made, they made a commitment. We're not gonna fight the mother on the mother of Ramadan, it's a holy month, and they respect it as such. However, something occurred, and we have called the urgent meeting with the, all, all the gang leaders. We met with them, sat with them. But what struck me the most, one of them is Sheikh, I just want to say, we have decided no violence in the month of Ramadan, and most of us are fasting. Subhanallah. Most of us are fasting. 
I felt so deeply touched by that. I said, listen, next week you come, see, you come to the image office and we'll raise for you a nice parcel, a food parcel for your families. Alhamdulillah. But before that, we gave out about 300 parcels and a few days after we gave another five, we gave us seven, eight hundred parcels, we gave out in, in, in fact for the people and the residents of Anova Park. Alhamdulillah. Because we feel the importance of maintaining peace, bringing peace, and keeping the peace is of utmost importance for the, for the stability of the community and the well-being of the children and the people. So people could feel free to walk the mosque, but we told them, please, no violence in Anova because we want the people to go to the mosque without any hindrance. And they gave us that commitment. They gave us that commitment. And all the players, every leader, gave the play a role to make sure that all his members don't cause any form of violence. Any form of violence. So, uh, you know, I found a friend of Johannesburg, one of my friends in Germany, listen, we have about four, a few hundred uh, people who are gang, the gangsters, our gang members, and most, uh, many, most of them are fasting. I want you to give them a small gift. And he brought a few hundred food pounds from his own money, from his own pocket, he paid for it, and he brought it, and we gave each one a, a food pounds. Believe you me, I saw gangsters crying. Wow. Wallahi, I saw them crying. I should tears in the eye, you know why? For whatever reason, they may be emotionally affected by it, that we think of them and we care about them. And they are human beings like us. And I always say, in every dark cloud there's a silver lining. Meaning every person, there is something good. There is something good. And wallahi, these people are good people. It's just somehow they took a wrong turn in their lives, which totally misled them and took them off the path. But they are good people. If you talk to them, they listen, at least they respect the ulama, they respect the MCC, and they are prepared to listen when we talk and we become the table. Even whatever fight they have amongst each other, we say the MCC table, for the past eight, nine, we, have, we probably have, we had about 50, 40, 50 meetings with them. All on wanting them to to uh, refrain from, from violence and stop the shooting and the killings. So Alhamdulillah, I think that to me was something very special that we have done in the month of Ramadan. And I want to say to all the brothers, the group leaders in Anopa, you've done very well. And even in Manabek also, I want to say to all the gang leaders in Manabek, you've done exceptional. I thank you for respecting the month of Ramadan. Allah will reward you for respecting the month of Ramadan. They refuse to shoot. They refuse to, they refuse to violence. They refuse any form of violence. Only as a respect for the month of Ramadan. For Ramadan. And I will tell you, Allah surely will take, take note of that. And may Allah grant you keep on the right path. And the straight path, inshallah, we will come into the Manabak very soon. And we start negotiating with them, talk to them. And we can try to bring calm and stability and peace in the whole area of Manabur. Because Manabur is very special, dear to me, and very special to me. I tell you, uh, brother. Fasih. Fasih. I can walk in Manabur now. Now I can walk. No one person will touch me. Salam alaikum, Sheikh. Because they need things, we make sure we see to their needs. We make every week food, every second third we make food for them and we feed them. With your gangs on we give everybody food. And that is, and with the, with the tornado, uh, in 1999, 
We have built up a fantastic relationship with him. They show the respect to us. And that's why I believe there is good in every person. We just need to talk to them, engage them, and try to take them on the path which you know will keep them on the straight path, inshallah, and do the right things. And Allah bless and protect them. And the people of Manneberg, may Allah grant that stability and peace come in Manneberg, as well as you never find any other places where the, where the, where the, where the, where the are war zone, and Allah grants the ability to interact and to speak to them and bring calm in these communities. And we are prepared to do that. We are prepared to do that, do our job in bringing peace in the community for the sake of the youth and for the sake of the people and make the gang leaders understand there is not a way to live. There is love, you live with a gun, you die with a gun. And nobody wants to die like that. You want to die an honorable death. So we need to guide him to an honorable death and a way uh, uh, to live in an honorable manner and a man that can be proud of the children family will be proud of one day, inshallah. So uh, I want to all the gang leaders, thank you very much. May Allah reward you. So for the respect for the mother of Ramadan you had and not having any violence in, in, in your areas. Thank you very much. I think uh, what we want to do now, inshallah, is move on to um, what we were speaking about earlier uh, when we framed the discussion that was uh, talking about the incidences happening uh, that happened in uh, Marmasbury uh, at the Marmasbury Mosque uh, around about five days ago. And we know that uh, um, just to reiterate, uh, a, a gentleman uh, who is said, was said to be of Somali uh, um, uh, heritage or descent. Uh, he, he went onto the premises of the masjid uh, on the 29th. Uh, to the ninth uh, night of Ramadan, and uh, uh, he uh, he attacked uh, a, a number of people. Uh, two of those people, uh, Ismail Bassa, 74 years old, and Ziyad Hijri, were performing at Ikaf. They passed away, and then also there were two who were seriously injured uh, by the assailant before he was then uh, shot uh, and fatally wounded by police. Um, so obviously, uh, this was, came as a shock to the community. I mean, uh, this is something unprecedented. We've never seen this, particularly in the month of Ramadan. And so a lot of questions uh, are still unanswered, I think, by the community. And uh, people aren't trying to understand why this would happen, particularly in the community of Marmasbury. We know a very tight-knit community. Um, so I want to start off with uh, um, talking to Sheikh Ishaq um, and, and ask the question. Obviously, uh, the MJC went up uh, uh, immediately when, once the incident uh, occurred and uh, spent some time with the community, spent some time with the families of those uh, deceased, and also just uh, on a fact-finding mission to understand what happened. Tell us uh, what um, the MJC found on arrival day, inshallah. Well, I think uh, before I continue with answering uh, those questions and so on, um, seeing that Shah Rafan and Mahmoud Khalik in particular, uh, actually uh, went to 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 Mahmasbury, uh, when they heard about the matter. Uh, I personally I wasn't there at the time, uh, but uh, Mabu Khalik and Shaharafan was there, so they can give a, a first-hand account, inshallah, of of what they had encountered. Charles, I think uh, maybe then I want to bring uh, Abdul Khalik in here and just uh, then ask the same question uh, in light of uh, um, obviously again uh, the incident happening. Uh, Arriving the uh, on the Thursday uh, morning, just talk to us about what 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 that experience was like, inshallah. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Indeed, uh, you know, Sheikh Rafain coined the word that uh, the sun is set on uh, Ramadan in a very challenging circumstances for the Muslim community in the Western Cape, for the Muslim community in South Africa, and for the broader South African community. 
And therefore, the time when we arrived, uh, the Honorable President of the MGC, uh, myself, or the delegation of the Muslim Judicial Council, when we arrived there, we were welcomed by the Muslim community, by the chairperson, and uh, um, part of the larger community, as well as the Minister Den Plato was there, as well as uh, Minister Al Albert, uh, uh, no, um, uh, Anton Bradial was there, as well as the city oh, manager and the mayor of the community was there. It was quite overwhelming arriving there, and the the the, the, the place that is so very common and familiar to ourselves uh, is cordoned off and uh, it was storming and raining and you walk into a uh, a live uh, uh, SABC presentation or a, a live interview. media show or so uh, interview in interview uh, and and then you still have to meet up with the family and so forth so I think that is the physical dimension to it but the reality of the situation is that uh, the shocking dimension is tragic uh, gruesome, uh, overwhelming to the broader Muslim community and uh, uh, really one that strikes at the very heart of the Muslim community. We haven't experienced something of this particular kind and Allah preserve all communities. Amen. Amen. Uh, in the masjid, the sanctity of the masjid being violated, the, 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 the deceased bodies uh, being present there on the, in the very uh, in, in the masjid, in the holy lands of the masjid, subhanallah, and you have people who are injured, including the local uh, imam that served well that community for the month of Ramadan, Sheikh Ahmad Ali, uh, subhanallah, being injured. So I think it was one that left us as the leadership in a position to say, what are the guidance that we provide to the Muslim community? On the one hand, we needed to provide stability to that particular community, to give them support, but it equally at the same time to give leadership to the broader community. We cannot wanting to create speculations and base our findings about, uh, upon speculative uh, theories. And therefore, our, at that very moment, we said, like we all will, always would say, let us be law-abiding citizens. Let the law take its necessary course of action. The matter must be dealt with by the authorities. And then thirdly, we should not be able to play into the hands of any force for that matter who are wanting to destabilize the Muslim community. Rather, as such, we provided the immediate directive to the community was if this is one Somalian who is violated the law of this country, who is the perpetrator, and he is the suspect, and he has been killed, shares very clear directive to the broader community is, we are standing, the Somalian community has been part of this broader uh, Muslim community of ours. They've worked very closely with us. We have understood them uh, and their challenges and so forth. And we are definitely not here to say that uh, a, a challenge must be taken up against the Somalian community. These were some of the immediate 
uh, issues that we were plagued with at the time and the directives that came from us. I, th- I think also, I just want to touch on that point, since we're speaking about the Somali community, I know that the MJC hosted on Monday, I believe, um, the uh, Somali ambassador to South Africa. Yesterday. Uh, the, uh, yesterday, yes, uh, uh, hosted the S- Somali ambassador to, uh, to, to, to uh, South Africa uh, for a talk and obviously discussions around uh, what has happened. And I, and I want to ask her maybe to Sheikh Ishaq, inshallah, just to just to enlighten us in terms of the nature of 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 the of, of the discussion the meeting and um why why this was of such importance i think particularly so soon after Malmesbury. bismillah alhamdulillah wa salatu salam wa rasulillah wa salam jazakumullah again brother fasih um, for that uh, question um the uh, reason for the meeting or convening the meeting with uh, the leadership of the Somali community uh, as well as the the ambassador Somali ambassador was obviously for us to to understand uh, better what what had taken place and uh, for us to gain further information with regards to the perpetrator uh, of, of of the crime the fact that uh, the Somali ambassador flew down uh, from Pretoria uh, to be here uh, with, with us for that particular meeting uh, shows uh, the, the the level of of, of commitment uh, to to uh, South African uh, society as well as uh, to showcase um, their commitment to be law-abiding uh, citizens of, of of South Africa and to cooperate uh, with the necessary authorities uh, to 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 its fullest. And then obviously to to convey um, his his personal uh, condolences and that of the Somali embassy uh, to the family members uh, who had lost um, uh, the lives, which obviously now also includes one Somali uh, national as well, uh, and then also uh, uh, our our support and their support uh, for for those families uh, who had uh, suffered uh, injury and 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 loss. So. Um, uh, obviously, um, and I want to echo the sentiment of, of Mahabul Khalik uh, when he said earlier that um, uh, we shouldn't lose uh, lose focus of of uh, 25 plus years of presence of of the Somali uh, community uh, both in the Western Cape and elsewhere in the country. And um, the fact that they've conducted themselves in a very uh, exemplary fashion, um, they were very and continue to be very instrumental in the practice of Islam as well as in the propagation of, of, of Islam. Um, that is from, from, from an Islamic point of view, but also from a, uh, a citizen uh, point of view, uh, they have been contributing uh, firstly to the economy of this particular country, and they've also been creating jobs uh, for South African citizens uh, in the different uh, businesses uh, that, they, that they administer and run. So our community shouldn't uh, lose sight and focus of what uh, they have contributed uh, to South African uh, society. And then obviously to also clearly uh, articulate and say that um, we uh, do not support uh, this kind of activity as tragic as it is. Yes, it happens to be a Somali national that had uh, committed this particular crime, but uh, it is an isolated one. 
um, and they assured us that it is an iso- isolated one because the, obviously you know with social media being somebody that's on social media as well that a lot of things have uh, been floating around on social media a lot of speculation uh, a lot of accusations and stuff um, that has been flowing um, uh, around and making its, its way into the different social media platforms so um, uh, obviously it was it was a concern for us it was a question that we uh, that we uh, posed uh, to the ambassador and the Somali leadership as well I wanted to then maybe just uh, revisit that because that was going to be one of my questions uh, in terms of uh, the speculation obviously um, social media would like to sensationalize what happened mm-hmm. and sometimes there's a distorted view that comes about as mm-hmm. a result of that and can, it can create paranoia within the community mm-hmm. um, and, and I mean xenophobia is uh, obviously and the result sometimes of, of, of people uh, taking action uh, where there they need be no action mm-hmm. um, so, the, so the question once again is if we look at this would it be reasonable to say that this is not a sectarian issue uh, as is has been communicated by the Somali ambassador, but rather this was like any other crime. Subhanallah. I mean, a, 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 a crime being committed on the premises of Masjid mm-hmm. in the month of Ramadan, horrific, mm-hmm. horrific crime. Mm-hmm. But nonetheless, like any other crime in South Africa, which is dealt with by the law mm-hmm. of this country, mm-hmm. would it be reasonable to say that this is just one of those crimes? Uh, obviously, your, your your question is 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 uh, packed with with with. Uh, um, more other questions that we actually also need to respond to. Uh, let me start by responding to uh, social media um, utterances and so on and information that people are sharing on social media. I want to uh, appeal to our community, but at the same time also strike a word of caution that we need to be responsible with information that we receive and we also have to verify information. The Quranic imperative is if somebody comes to you with any news, any information. So it doesn't have to be physical. It can be somebody forwarding something to you, information to you. But the Quranic imperative is what? Fatabayyanu. We have to ascertain whether the information that we are receiving, whether the information is indeed truthful or not. It's not enough because there's a new trend also further developing on social media. People forward anything and just say, they say afforded as received, as if that now absolves them from from, uh, taking any responsibility for what they have just forwarded. So I think it's important for for our community, for all of us, uh, to be responsible with the information that we that we receive and to verify whether the information is indeed uh, true or not because as you're saying correctly and and that is a concern for us as the mgc that um, this kind of information can lead to the creation of xenophobia where when that thing rears its ugly head it's going to be very difficult uh, to, to 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 control uh, and 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 to undo um, so again we appeal to the community we have to be responsible and we have to look at what the possible consequences of us forwarding something or agreeing to something or, or, or kind of hyping up something uh, we, simply because um, uh, it, it, it seeks to create a bit of hype and sensationalism around, around matters. I also want to uh, uh, um, make an appeal uh, to uh, even our 
In today's times, everybody can become a journalist via the social media platforms and stuff. I mean, the cameras and whatever, etc., smartphones and so on. But again, the appeal is, even if we if if we are uh, in journalism formally, like yourselves, um, and 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 obviously others as well, for them to to also be responsible. It's not. Uh, it's not only about uh, wanting to sensationalize a particular story or whatever it is. We have to be responsible also with 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 our journalism, because we have to uh, obviously realize that whatever we put out there. Um, if a person like, for example, yourself, Brother Fasi, if you should put out something out there uh, irresponsibly, people will link you obviously to, 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 to VOC and whatever you're going to put there, they're going to say, yeah, but Fasi had put it out there, so it must be, it must be true, it must be okay. So, uh, so, so th- uh, that is, in, and as far as that uh, is, is concerned, um, uh, we've, uh, in our uh, quest, to want to really understand this matter uh, and in order to give uh, the, the, the proper and right kind of uh, leadership and informed uh, leadership or continue to do that rather, we um, uh, yes, met with the Somali leadership uh, to get uh, an understanding from their pers- particular perspective. That was yesterday. And we've come out with that press uh, state, joint press statement that uh, obviously VOC had received as well. Then today we we had uh, a, a meeting, uh, in fact a number of meetings. We had, the, the, our first meeting was with uh, the, the Marmasbury um, um, Masjid uh, Committee and, and the Imam, uh, Maulana Abdul Khalid had made mention of his, of his name, Maulana Ali. So um, to get from him also uh, a first-hand account of what had had happened. Again, this is all part of following the Quranic imperative and instruction. Fatabayanu. We need to ascertain what is the truth, what had really happened. So we met with him, and he gave us a a detailed uh, explanation. There were times that we cringed because of what he had had told us of of, of what had happened. Um, so that again, I'm saying it's to to give us uh, a, a much better understanding of what had, uh, had taken place. We met uh, also with with members of of, of the Hawks uh, again to showcase our commitment to want to function within the parameters of the law to be law-abiding citizens uh, as as South Africans and not only as the MGC because we are representing the community um, and we and. In terms of that particular responsibility, um, we felt it extremely necessary uh, to meet with the Hawks and share information. They shared certain information uh, with us and, and we shared with them what, whatever um, we had, had, had learned and, and obviously compared. Now the MGC obviously is not, uh, it's not an intelligence agency, it, 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 it is not SAPS or any of these um, government, um, the government departments, but in our uh, wanting to show the proper uh, citizenship uh, and, for, and obviously, uh, when we talk about the fiqh of muwatan, also of citizenship, then that is part of that particular responsibility that we have to work and always in function within the framework of, of the law of, of the country. So we had uh, a meeting with, with them as well. Uh, obviously, the details, uh, some of these things are under investigation and so on. So um, we cannot uh, at this point uh, share uh, information uh, with, with regards to that. What had then been become abundantly clear, even from the walk side, and and uh, and and here we want to say that from their side they said that f- from the the investigations and so on thus far, 
it doesn't seem as if there is uh, this uh, sectarian uh, motive uh, behind it. I think it's important for us to 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 say this on air that it's it it it, uh, it doesn't seem to be sectarian uh, in nature. Uh, and but they continue with the investigation, and they will obviously cover all bases and grounds and so on. On that note, we're going to go for a break. When we come back, we'll continue. This is MJC Speaks this evening. We're talking about the uh, Malmesbury attacks and uh, that happened about five days ago. And MJC uh, in studio this evening to just uh, uh, highlight and discuss some of the uh, issues that um, were raised and are raised perhaps in social media uh, and some questions that the community might have as a whole as to what exactly happened. Uh, we've heard some responses in terms of um, the meeting with the Somali ambassador, we also uh, MJC having, as as Mona Sheikh Ishaq Talib has mentioned, uh, having uh, had meetings with the Hawks, uh, having spoken to Saps, and having an understanding that um, at least from the onset, from the investigation thus far, it does not seem to be sectarian in nature. Uh, when we come back from this break, we will continue. Stay tuned to VSC. Die stem van die kaap op 91.3 en 95.8 FM stereo. Welcome back to MJC Speaks, the final seven minutes of the program. And uh, so we've been talking about the Malmesbury attacks uh, t- which took place uh, last Thursday. And uh, MJC uh, representatives in studio, Sheikh uh, Irfan Abrams, President of the Muslim Judicial Council, also Sheikh Ishaq Talib, uh, who is uh, the Secretary General. And uh, we also have Mona, uh, Mona Abdul Khalik Ali, uh, who serves as First Deputy President of the MJC. Uh, before the break, obviously, uh, some issues were highlighted. One of those was, again, that speaking to South African police services and those involved uh, in the investigation of this case have found that there doesn't seem to be any sectarian ties uh, to this case. And there's, there's no motive uh, that lead, lends to that as well. Uh, so I want to come back and I, I then maybe want to start off with uh, Sheikh uh, Ishaq and maybe ask the question, um, what can we learn? Obviously, this is a terrible thing to happen within the community, um, in any community in essence. But I mean, I think for us as a community, we're not used to having this happen in the masjid, having this happen in the month of Ramadan. Um, as difficult as it is, what can we learn, uh, particularly from what has happened, what has transpired within the community? Um, how, how, what is the way forward? SubhanAllah, Jazakumullah again for, for, for that particular very, very important question. Uh, I think I think there's so many things uh, for us to to learn from this particular uh, tragic uh, incident, um, but also as well as uh, the other uh, incidences uh, that happened on on social media uh, in 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 the month of Ramadan. Uh, coming back to Marmersbury, uh, I think the greatest lesson that I've taken uh, out of that for myself is really how how temporal our existence is uh, on this dunya on th- uh, that our our demise our death can come at any moment in time so yes as gruesome as tragic as it is that those two uh, brothers of ours in islam had lost their lives they lost their lives whilst being in the house of allah in i'tikaf in the obedience of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so allah ta'ala had granted them 
that kind of death from a spiritual point of view uh, inshallah ta'ala we 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 uh, Pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that He indeed does resurrect them as, as shuhada, as martyrs in the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the question that I was asking myself is, what, what is your, I'm saying to myself, what is my ending going to be like? And I think this is a question that we, that every <coughs> single member of our community, of the Muslim community, needs to ask themselves, what is my ending going to be like? Am I going to leave this world whilst Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is pleased with me? Or am I going to leave this world uh, whilst I was being disobedient to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and also creating further division and further rancor and all of these things uh, amongst each other? Because Sheikh uh, Irfan had mentioned, mashallah, all of the positives from the MGC's point of view, a community outreach programs that we had in Ramadan. Uh, don't, I'm not going to repeat what Sheikh had said because of the time constraint, but those were the positives. But equally, our month of Ramadan had also been tainted by some very negative uh, comments and stuff again information uh, that, that people have been sharing uh, forwarded as received etc etc where it created this very unsavory uh, atmosphere uh, amongst the the Muslim uh, and, and the Muslim community so I think we equally need to to also uh, take heed and, and uh, uh, be very cautious as to again what we utter and what we forward etc um, so so the, the the greatest lesson uh, that uh, again I'm saying that that uh, I personally have learned from this is um, how am I conducting myself a, uh, as a Muslim firstly and then as a South African am I contributing towards the continued harmonious coexistence of this multi-religious and multi-racial and multicultural society uh, called South African citizens am I contributing positively towards this or am I somebody that's breaking down this very um, harmonious coexistence that all of us have been enjoying especially under this new democracy I think with just about two minutes left um, I want to ask uh, my final question to Amal um, Abdul Khalik and uh, that is with regard to um, just the, the response from the non-Muslim community in the wake of, of this tragedy both in Marmesbury and the broader community what has the response been? Well, so in the two minutes, I would love to just take 30 seconds and hand over to my beloved President, Sheikh Irfan, to conclude our program here this evening. You know, we have been, and we are part, and that is what we said to Minister Den Plato today when we met with him as well. We have been part of the, of, of the development of our community. We will remain part of those that will work towards the stability, the security, the safety of our people here. And in the Malmesbury incident that has taken place, it's wonderful to see the positive dimension that comes out, how the church opened up its doors. And on Sunday morning, the Malmesbury Muslim community, they are surprised when they receive a notification to say that this very church and the Christian community is wanting to plant an olive tree. That olive tree will stand, inshallah, Aziz, as testimony to this harmonious coexistence uh, between the Muslim community and the non-Muslim community. And those are the positive, positive dimensions that we should be able to celebrate. And I think we're just with 30 seconds left, uh, Sheikh Irfan, the final word, inshallah. I would like to say to all the ulama out there, to be together and be united is better than be to be than be not to be united. So call on all the ulama who are not members of the MG to register, come to MGC and register members. Because when we are together we can do more work and better work. And we close all